Throughout the stories of humanity, our ancestors have admired the stars and other planets from a great distance. With the help of ASU's Interplanetary Initiative, we may be the next generation to close that distance. Today we're talking about Port of Mars, a role-playing game that tasks players with maintaining a colony on Mars. Port of Mars is being developed at ASU to understand more about how people might actually act in a space colonization situation. The exact question the game is poised to answer is, how can we best sustain healthy human communities in space? See, it's one thing to get people safely to Mars, but what then? Creating a functioning society will be the main goal. Port of Mars was created to hopefully help researchers understand how that can happen. Before meeting with the people who are making the game, I wanted to hear what some of the students who got to play it said. My name is Joshua Nathan and I study mechanical engineering at ASU. Uh, my initial thoughts uh, were I kind of enjoyed it because I'm, I'm a fan of Dungeons and Dragons and so the game closely follows the basic ideologies of Dungeons and Dragons except it's in space and that's something I really like. What were some of the situations you went through in the game? There was a scenario where we had to tackle a dust storm because they are most common on Mars and so each person has a different role to play and so each guy had to react in a way that fulfills his experience points to so to say and so we had to make the best use of resources so that everyone gets an somewhat equal amount of experience points while at the same time being careful not to overuse our resources so we don't run out of it and then ultimately die before help arrives. That's interesting. So what do you think the game did well? So the game, it created an idea of how human civilization would um, start its baby steps on Mars and like it showed us how people are able to react to situations when they have when they're put in a completely different environment that's not similar to anywhere else on Earth. Along with other students discussing the game online, Joshua said Port of Mars was actually a lot of fun and compared it to role-playing games in the style of Dungeons and Dragons. After talking with Joshua, I wanted to learn more about Port of Mars directly, so I reached out to project lead Lance Garavi, a professor here at ASU who works in transdisciplinary environments. Uh, I'm Lance Garavi, associate professor in the School of Film, Dance, and Theater. Before we talk about Port of Mars, can you tell me more about the transdisciplinary environments that you work in? One of my favorite things about this kind of work uh, is that everyone's a wizard to everyone else. When you're working on a team where everybody's from a, a different field, the, the simplest kinds of operations that, that you do in your, in your daily job are seem like magic to, to the others. And, and the, same, the same for everybody. The kinds of things that are old hat to uh, an astrophysicist are just fill me with wonder and awe. I feel like, how did you know that? Or how did you do that? Um, and they're like, that's, that's nothing. <laughs> uh, so that's really exciting to be in a room uh, full of people with, with uh, all kinds of different expertise. I guess you really promotes uh, a culture of interdisciplinarity and I find the people I've worked with here have really embraced that and you know we're all passionately curious. When this all began why did you choose to use a game? The the question that we were interested in pursuing uh, in, a, in a broad sense was how can we best sustain healthy human communities in space. And the way I, I thought about trying to answer that, you know, we can't, it 
it's it's prohibitively dangerous and expensive to just send a hundred people to the moon uh, only to figure out, hey, how will they get along? Um, we want to answer those questions before we send the hundred people to the moon or Mars, right? We want to equip them with the tools that they need to to survive and to thrive. Uh, so, so the answer was really, uh, to my mind, to create some sort of simulation that we could run. And so I thought popular simulations are games. I think of role-playing games or video games are uh, simulations of social contexts, right? Mm -hmm. And so I thought if we could create a game that would somehow place players in space where they had to somehow get along, create, figure out how to interact and how to cooperate, we could watch what they're doing, keep track of all their behaviors and actions, and then analyze those behaviors and actions to figure out, okay, what actions tended to produce success and what sorts of actions tended to produce failure. And what we learn from that data, we can use then to create best practices or guidelines or structures for future human space missions. And what were the results from that initial pilot study? We're in the process of, of writing up the, the results of the, the first round of experiments. And some things we learned, groups that communicate effectively tended to do better than groups that, that did not communicate well. Groups that had clear leaders tended to perform better than groups that did not have clear leaders. Now, those two findings are in line with previous research in the area that we're examining. We discovered some other things about the personality types, uh, worldviews that tended to be successful and those that tended to be less successful. I think that the things we'll discover will, it's, it's my hope, that the things that we discover with this research will help maybe create some design principles or best practices, certain things to guide the people who create the systems for future space missions. Like if Elon Musk sends you know, 100 or 200 people to Mars by 2030, like he's talking about doing. What kind of advice or, or structures will they want to set up for people once they get there to ensure that the, the community thrives? What we're hoping to discover is some principles that can, that can guide that. Has Port of Mars helped answer the question of creating healthy human communities in space? The problem that we're examining is really around issues of navigating what are called commons dilemmas. Uh, commons dilemmas are uh, uh, commons are any shared resource, but it can be something really small. If you've ever had roommates where you share a kitchen or a bathroom, that becomes commons for you. Uh, some people will contribute to the upkeep and care of the shared resource and, and replenishing shared resources like soda or food or toilet paper or whatever. And some people may not contribute to the upkeep and, and renewal of resources. And so how do you navigate those, those particular issues? We're faced with all kinds of commons dilemmas 
on this planet, the sort of broadest one and the one that's in the news most often, is climate change. How do you how do you navigate dilemmas that where on the one hand uh, people want to behave in a certain way because it's in their best interests, individuals, governments, corporations, but as a group, as a as a species, we want to avoid certain things happening that might harm our species, like like the temperature increasing, right? It, it is a sort of classic commons dilemma. When we send people to the moon or Mars or to some deep space station, they're going to have to share almost everything. Mm. Their resources will be extremely limited. There's no resupplying will be extremely difficult and will take a very, very long time. And if resources run out on Mars, they can't just go to someplace else on Mars, for instance. Commons dilemmas, finding ways to effectively navigate those will be vital to the success of future human space communities. And that is specifically what Port of Mars is designed to investigate. I'm really proud of, of how the team worked together to create a game that was doing real science, but that was also fun. Port of Mars is still in its early stages, but there are plans to hold a Mars Madness event on the ASU campus early next year, where students will have the opportunity to play the game. The game is also being created in a digital version, and Garavi says there are talks to make the analog game available in stores. And while it is a fun experience, it is at the same time contributing to our future in space. Whether or not humanity will thrive on other planets like Mars remains a mystery, but projects such as this one takes us one leap closer. For the State Press, I am Balan Overstolz-McNair.